0: Ah, hey Islanders, you're listening to Breakfast on the Bridge, the featured morning show of KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, bringing you a smoldering serving of local sports, news, and talk on the island. Grab a plate, grab your cutlery, and enjoy the show.
1: Good morning. (laughs)
2: Good morning, KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Happy Tuesday. It is always Tuesday when you hear from Andrew and I hosting KMIH's 88.9 The Bridge morning show, Breakfast on the Bridge. Well, not
1: only Tuesday. Well, Mostly Breakfast Tuesday. on the Bridge oh, is hosted that, on Tuesday. right. That is right. That is Tuesday. That was one of
2: our Kahoot questions. Thank you. <laughs> questions. <laughs> Andrew and I earlier this fall, we made a Kahoot for our intro students to help them with an FCC quiz that they were assigned to take in their intro to radio class and- we asked them about what day breakfast on the bridge was.
1: They all passed.
2: They all passed because we had an amazing kahoot to help mm-hmm. them study. Mm-hmm. So, Andrew, what day is it?
1: Tuesday. No. We went over that.
2: No. Okay. What day is upcoming? Your birthday. No. My birthday passed already and you mm. didn't get me a gift.
1: Oh, that's true. I didn't. It's all right, though. Um, <laughs> what's coming up? <gasps> oh, what is that? It's Thanksgiving.
2: Oh. Gobble, 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 gobble. Was that a turkey? Did his turkey sneak into I in the I think there's
1: a turkey oh my in the station. Here. Let me try to grab <laughs> Oh, it's
2: got feathers and
1: everything. Its but- name is <laughs> Is Roasted Turkey. <laughs> gobble, gobble. Here, I'm gonna sit down. Wow, we okay. have a live turkey and we wanted to bring it in just so you can hear it.
2: You know how the president picks its own turkey to like pardon. save.
1: To pardon, pardon. excuse yeah, me, yeah.
2: yes, to pardon. We picked our own eighty eight nine the bridge pardon turkey.
1: So we're gonna lift it up, we're gonna say the words that um the president says. Yeah, doesn't he um, say
2: like I love you or something? Probably. <laughs> okay,
1: I'm gonna pick up the turkey and then you're gonna you're gonna say the pardon speech and then we'll let Okay. We'll roasted turkey. Is that the same? We'll <laughs> yeah. let r- roasted turkey go. go okay. wild. I but, think
2: the pardon speech is going to be a little bit different than our normal president's pardon, pardon speech.
1: Okay. Here, let okay. me pick it up.
2: All right. <sighs> well, hello there, Mr. Turkey. <laughs> Mr. Roasted Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> it is with my <laughs> utmost- <laughs> Okay, I need the turkey to be quiet so I can finish <laughs> my speech. Here, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll take you it away from the mic. It is with my
2: utmost honor gobble, 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 gobble. to pardon you as KMIH889's Pardon Turkey.
1: Will you open up the door so we can let it go?
2: <laughs> yes, I can.
1: Get out of here, big old turkey. Gobble, gobble, gobble,
2: gobble, 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 gobble. Wow. <laughs> Phew. I have never heard a turkey that gobbles that much.
1: <clears throat> it's a, it's a goblin t- – well, it has a lot to be thankful for this year.
2: Hey, you know what? Me too. Andrew, what are you thankful for?
1: Well, you know, I'm thankful for a lot. Like what? Garbage trucks.
2: How come? That's uh, interesting.
1: Well, I don't think garbage trucks are appreciated enough. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people just put their trash by the side of the road, and the next moment it's gone. And I think we really have to understand that garbage trucks and recycling trucks and yard waste trucks do a big job at taking our trash.
2: I completely agree with that. Did you know when I was little, I had a toy garbage truck and like a little. Sounds like you were a nerd. No, I wouldn't call myself a nerd. I would. Okay. I had a garbage truck and I had a little, a little figurine dude that sat in the garbage truck and I called him my dude guy and I would, you know, put him around and I wanted to be garbage truck driver when I was, when I was younger. And you
1: know what? Garbage truck drivers are just so nice.
2: I know. They are.
1: They're always just such kind people. They always wave.
2: Well, I'm glad you're thankful for them.
1: Sophie, what are you thankful for?
2: I'm thankful for you, Andrew. (gasps) No, I'm just kidding. But but I am thankful for you. But this year, I would specifically say, hmm, I'm thankful for the weather right now. Because I feel that not a lot of people are thankful for the weather right now. Because it's chilly, it's rainy, it's cold, it's windy. And not a lot of people like that, but I, on the other hand, love the chilly weather. I love fall. I love winter. I love it to snow. I wish it would snow sooner rather than later. I want to go skiing, but I'm just really thankful for the weather right now.
1: Yeah. I think stay tuned. In about five minutes, we're actually going to have our news person Miles Aviles come up. News person. He might. News person, Our news, newscaster. news director. Yep, newscaster. Okay, and I think he might talk a little bit about the weather. Um, if he's not, he'll have time to pull up the weather. Um, but you'll just hear from him for in just a couple of minutes. Sophie, I feel like with Thanksgiving, there's more. Um, there's another big question, and that's the age-old that? question. Oh
2: no, uh, there's a lot of questions that surround Thanksgiving, Andrew.
1: What is your least favorite relative? No, I'm <laughs> um, that oh, is, that is a. Woo! Yeah, it's definitely a a contentious (laughs) question, if you will. No, I like to ask, what is your favorite Thanksgiving meal or um, Thanksgiving food item?
2: Well, I like Thanksgiving food. (laughs) I really like sparkling cider. That's (gasps) one of the best parts. Yes, of course, Martinelli's. But my very most favorite Thanksgiving food are... The rolls at Thanksgiving, <laughs> especially when they're heated, <laughs> when they're warm, mm. when there's the. Mm. Have you ever had? Have you mm. ever had the little turkey butter? The butter no. that's shaped like a turkey. No, I have not had oh, the turkey well, butter. Well, it tastes better when it's shaped like a turkey.
1: Does it taste like turkey?
2: A little bit, yeah, but maybe that's just because, like you know, it's been contaminated with the turkey on I the see. plate that yep. I've had. That so. makes sense. Okay. Yeah, but I, I'm really excited to have the rolls. How about you?
1: I love more than anything buttery mashed potatoes.
2: That's gas. I like they putting just, oh. garlic on my mashed.
1: Potatoes. Yeah, I I put mashed potatoes on everything.
2: Yeah, on the rolls, on the on the rolls, on the turkey, on the oh,
1: rolls, like on turkey. Yeah, I Ooh. put it all. I use it as my my lubricant for the dry <laughs> turkey <laughs> that usually happens, right? Okay. I mean, turkey is usually dry. I think no matter what, the turkey is always a little dry. It's a dry it's a dry bird.
2: That's true. Um, so
1: I use I use creamy mashed potatoes as lubricant, so okay, it's easier all right, all right. for me Ooh. to um. For me to eat it.
2: Yeah. Hey, that's you know what that's a that's a that's a smart strategy right there.
1: Are you going anywhere for I Thanksgiving? Am.
2: Actually, I'm going to go visit my family in California and I'm very excited. I haven't seen them in a while and we haven't been able to go down to, to California for Thanksgiving or Christmas because of COVID and you know it's just been it's been difficult. Are so you traveling if- tomorrow? I leave today, actually. Oh, you do? Yes. I am what taking time? two quizzes today at school, which I have been a little stressed <laughs> about. But then I drive myself home, and then I hop on an Uber, and I go to the airport with my family, and then I hop on the plane, and then we go.
1: Better than tomorrow.
2: I know. Tomorrow's going to be crazy. But tomorrow the is airport. the
1: busiest day.
2: I feel like I'm going to see the whole, the whole entire year. At the airport.
1: Well, today? Yeah. This evening? Yeah. Yeah. No, I. it's crazy. We um, The... I never knew it. Wednesday was, the day before Thanksgiving was the busiest day for all of flight transportation mm-hmm. of the year. I know. And a lot um, of
2: flights have been being canceled because of weather.
1: A lot of reasons. A lot of reasons. That they're canceled. Yeah. yeah. short. No I was pilots. watching
2: this show. Andrew, you know this is one of my favorite shows, and it's one of your favorite shows too. Pepsi! Called- <laughs> oh! Yes. Pepsi, Can we talk where about that is for a quick my
1: jet? Pepsi, Let's where talk is about the it. jet?
2: So earlier, was it this year? It was earlier last year. Yes. Our radio station advisor, Joe Bryant. Woo! Go. Woo, go, Joe. Was, Greatest of all time. <laughs> was interviewed because he was um, the Pepsi man's like mentor. and
1: Well, who's the Pepsi man?
2: Who's the Pepsi man? I can't quite remember his name oh, at this moment. Oh, no. I know, I know. Sophie. But the Pepsi man who wanted a jet. He was mentored by Joe, so Joe was interviewed for the TV series on Netflix, and he is featured in a Netflix documentary, in the very first minute too, which is really cool.
1: No, it is, and um, first minute and a half, you watch it, you hear, "I'm Joe Bryant from yeah. K," you know, KISW. Yeah,
2: where he, yeah, where he's- where he
1: used to work, and <laughs> uh, I've only watched that first scene. Um, Mm -hmm. so I don't know if he's in it more. I'm planning on watching it. You should, um, check it out if you haven't. It is on Netflix. It's called Pepsi. Where's my jet? And it's all about this guy who, you know, Pepsi advertised that if you got enough Pepsi points, you could get a Harrier jet and this guy got enough points and he said, Pepsi, where's my jet?
2: I'm pretty sure he bought enough Pepsi. He invested in enough Pepsi cans to get the, yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um so it's it's I bet it's gonna be really um interesting. Um so yeah, I guess we'll have to see how it um how it ends up. I'm I'm excited. Yeah it'll be a great Thanksgiving um show to watch with your family mm-hmm. and my check question out.
2: still stands, however, did he get the jet?
1: Well, I think you have to watch it. <laughs> I think you'd be spoiling if if we just I told would. everyone I won't say
2: if he got the jet or not.
1: It's, so. it, you know, I think if Pepsi offers, you yeah. know, I see it as if they offered him a jet mm-hmm. and he got enough points <laughs> for a jet, he gets a jet. But, yeah. you know, I don't think Pepsi, I don't know who has a Harrier jet kind of laying around besides the U.S. military um So I guess just keep watching it. I'm excited. I'm going to plan on watching it uh, tonight and tomorrow.
2: Yeah. Well, that's a hot story. And speaking of hot stories and news, here is Miles Alvarez with our newscast this morning. Hi, Miles. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. How about you?
2: Amazing. Just ducky. Just ducky. That's Andrew's favorite favorite word to say.
1: Get it from my grandpa. He's actually listening this morning. Shout out to Opie. He oh has a wow. lot of- Is that Grandpa George? That is Grandpa George. Grandpa George, good morning. Good morning. He <laughs> likes to say Ducky a lot. I what say. does that mean, Andrew? Yeah. Ducky is like, um, it's it's a little bit more different than good. It's like I'm doing good. I'm, you know, I'm just delighted. Delightful. Oh, I like that word. Yeah, delighted. Ducky is just like positive, you know. I bet he he's like, oh no, that's not what it means. But it just means like <laughs> being positive. So, I like it.
2: Miles, take yeah. it away with some Ducky news.
0: Well, starting off our news today at Andrew's request, we have our weather. Uh, I had a turkey harassing me in the back, and then Andrew (laughs) said I have to report the weather. So we're here now. I love this. (laughs) Today we'll have a high of 50 degrees with an overnight low of 45. Uh, There will be a 90 to 100% chance of rain until noon, and then it ranges from 30 to 60% until sunset. Uh, So make sure to plan accordingly. In the Russia-Ukraine war, the UK has made efforts to take in refugees from Ukraine as a part of its humanitarian response program. Ukrainians can seek asylum if they have family members or other named sponsors in the UK. Between June and November, polls showed that that adult employment rates for Ukraine refugees in the UK have increased from 19 to 56%, and the percentage of people who said they could support themselves and their dependents is now at 60%, 23% higher than it was in June. In Indonesia, over 200 people are dead and and hundreds more are wounded following a level 5.6 earthquake that struck the nation's highly populated West Java province. Officials say that many of the deaths were caused by the collapse of homes and buildings. According to the West Java's governor, the majority of those who died were children, many of whom were attending school at the time of the incident. Current estimates say that the earthquake destroyed over 22,000 homes and has displaced over 58,000 people. Now we take you to Sophia with news from the world of science and technology.
3: Hi, I'm Sophia, and this is STEM News You Can Use. Do you remember when you were a little kid and you started making up numbers like a gazillion? Because that's what researchers are doing right now, really. As of the 15th of November, the world population hit 8 billion. And combined with rapid scientific increases around the world, scientists are coming up with... New terms to describe the vastness of their data, like Rona, which has 27 zeros after the one, or Quetta, which has 30 zeros. BI5, or Omicron, was the prevailing COVID variant this summer. Coming into winter, its descendants BQ1 and BQ1.1 are now the dominant COVID variants. These new variants' infection length and severity seem similar to other Omicrons meaning that it's milder than COVID's original variant and Delta variants. The bivalent boosters still decrease your likelihood of becoming severely infected. NASA's Artemis spacecraft has arrived at the moon. Because this is a test flight, no astronauts are on board this time. Instead, three mannequins covered in thousands of sensors are making the journey. Those sensors are getting the idea of whether the environment is going to be okay for people. If this flight goes well, astronauts will join the next ride, first going into orbit around the moon before a third Artemis mission will take the first woman and first person of color down to the lunar surface. I'm Sophia, and this was STEM News You Can Use.
0: Thank you, Sophia, for bringing us STEM News You Can Use. The U.S. Supreme Court has rejected appeals made by Black and Hispanic voters to challenge legislative maps in Texas. Voters claim these maps are discriminatory, intentionally limiting their opportunity to participate in the political process by splintering them into multiple voting districts. The courts claim that there is not sufficient evidence to claim that these map drawings were racially motivated. Here on Mercer Island, votes are still being counted to determine the outcome of a referendum that was featured on our city's midterm ballots. The referendum in question was regarding a property tax that, if passed, would provide more funding for Mercer Island's parks. I spoke with our city's Deputy Public Works Director, Elaine Summergren, and our park, Parks Operation Manager, Sam Harb, to discuss how exactly this money would be used
4: a portion of this levy that is currently looking like it's going to pass is a continuation of the 15-year levy that is graduating, that's ending next year, essentially. With this levy renewal and upgrade, I guess if we could call it that, there were two really big parts that were added. The Pioneer Park part is really rooted in a plan that was developed in 2008, which was a really in-depth study of the vegetation, the health of the vegetation in Pioneer Park. But what it did was it really laid out kind of this, this very detailed plan of how we go about doing restoration in Pioneer Park to get it back to just a really healthy spot. And it's dealing with a lot of invasive plants, English ivy and blackberry and things like that. A lot of invasive trees that had moved in over the years. And so that the health of the forest had declined over the last 75 years, at least. Costs have just gone up over time. And we just, we need to continue to get this work done, keep the momentum going. So we're really getting Pioneer Park back in a great spot.
5: We do have a combination of in-house crews that work on restoration and we contract out some of it. And then another big piece is the volunteer workforce. Typically what those look like are 10 to 20 person events, removing invasive vegetation like blackberry or English ivy. Could be planting native trees and shrubs, watering, mulching, just general forest landscaping type activities. The other major
0: upgrade to the park's budget would be additional funding for replacing playground equipment. If the levy passes, 15 playground structures would need to be replaced in the next 16 years due to natural wear and tear. When a playground structure is removed, much thought must go into how exactly it should be replaced.
4: We really value having a diversity of different types of play structures around the island, right? Because we don't all we don't want them all to offer really similar things. We want them to to be able to sort of exercise different parts of Kids' brains and bodies, you know, I think a great example is when Luther Burbank Playground got replaced in 2015, you know, putting in a zip line there. We didn't have a zip line before. And so these are all opportunities for us to look at what's being offered by playground manufacturers now that we have never seen in our parks and, and explore some of that new stuff.
0: For more information on plans and upcoming events from the Parks and Recs Department, you can visit their section on the City of Mercer Island website. This has been your morning news on Breakfast on the Bridge. Now back to Andrew and Sophie.
2: Miles, thank Woo! you so much. You always give us the most recent, best, and detailed Smoldering information. hot thank news. You. Yes, amazing.
6: Woo!
1: Miles, I just, I think it's, it's hard to comment on the news when there's so much good news. It's like, how am I supposed, like, one news story, it's really sad, then the next is really happy, well, and then we go local, and then we go wide, <laughs> and it's like... So much good stuff that I just have to, like, I'm going to mm-hmm. sit and just percolate.
2: It's almost like he was taught by, like, a newscaster named Natalie.
1: <laughs> Natalie Wood, shout out, and Miles. You guys, Miles always kills it. Even if he's not doing the news, he trains our staff to do mm-hmm. the news. Mm-hmm. Not only is he great at his own news, he trains other people. That's called being a teacher. Hard yes, job. A mentor. And Miles does it well. Mm-hmm. Miles, thank you so much. Um, Sophie, I feel like... There's something really special about not only this Thanksgiving-themed episode, it's, okay, but there's something else and what is I just it? can't put my tongue on it. Your, your tongue. <laughs> I just can't put my tongue on it.
2: Okay, well, I, it tastes
1: most sweet.
2: Oh, I think I, I think I might be be thinking of Sophie, what you're What am of. I trying
1: to put my tongue on?
2: Well, this morning. <laughs> This morning, I made a quick pit stop at my local Starbucks. Yummy. And I did get some egg bites. However, when I arrived at the station at the early hour of 6.15, just kidding, it was 6.30. <laughs> at the early hour of 6.30, my egg bites were squished.
1: <laughs> it was really sad.
2: And that was the most disappointing devastating moment of my life.
1: No, that was not Starbucks' fault. That was her fault. No,
2: it was my fault. I just yeah. squished them in my bag when yeah. I was coming in. Yeah. But they still tasted the same. They were awesome. Full of protein. It was great. It you was just great. close your eyes. Yeah. Speaking of Starbucks, Andrew, what is your favorite holiday Starbucks drink?
1: Well, oh, that was what I was trying to put my tongue on. You know, I just love the sweet, sweet Frappuccino. Caramel cra- <laughs> Frappuccino with... um. With its um, caramel and the, the little tiny, like, it's creme not, is that what it's called?
2: I don't know. It's like
1: the, yeah, creme I brulee. actually it's like am bread. not in
2: sixth grade, so I don't get frappuccinos anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> those are so good. You get a little bit of sweet caramel, then you get a little bit, they're crunchy, right? Is that creme brulee? Are they crunchy? I don't know.
2: My and favorite Starbucks drink, oh. on the other hand, <laughs> are the peppermint mochas. Those are just unbeatable. unbeatable. Meh. You don't like those? Meh.
1: Not bad, but exactly. can't go wrong with the frappuccino.
2: All right, I'll I'll give you that.
1: That's like, a, and you know, that's not something I have every time. It's not like, oh. a, uh, you know, go to Starbucks with the with friend and I'm getting a frappuccino because get <laughs> pull that, up, you know, pull up. School. There's nothing wrong with that with the frappuccino, <laughs> but it also is just loaded with um, sugar and stuff, um, which is like so good.
2: Do you remember when the word chuggy was trending?
1: Chuggy? <laughs> chuggy? No.
2: Oh my god. Okay. So. Chugi means like outdated and kind of like uncool or like kind of like used to be cool, but maybe is now like a millennial form of cool because it got to them last.
1: Oh, uh, I see. So you'd That's say what I'm Chugi. are. No, mean, you're Chugi.
2: No, I am in no way whatsoever Chugi. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> but Sophie, I love that the, the our listeners going to listen to us talk uselessly about Starbucks drinks. We do have a meaning behind it, though.
2: We do. And Andrew, what does that meaning tell us?
1: Well, in about eight minutes, we're going to get a lovely call from a island treasure. Um, and he – this is Larry. Larry Slater. yes. Yes, he works at the North End Starbucks. Mm-hmm. A lot of mornings. He's yep. the first person I see. Aw. And That's he's so always a big, bright light in my day. Um, so we're going to give him a call. And he every year, he does something really special. We're not going to spoil it. So – at 7.30, he's going to give us a call, and we're going to do a quick interview with him. Um, he's working now, um, I believe, right? He is. He's working now, so we're going to give him a call, and um, we'll hear the ambiance of the Starbucks, of the things <laughs> going off, and the shh, you know, beep, the beep, mouth, beep. and the beeps, the and the, stem. you know, welcome to start, you know, pull forward, so on so forth. <laughs> um, it's 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 a lot. But before we do that, there is one more thing. You know, people go to Starbucks this time because a lot of times they're cold.
2: Chilly. Right? They're yes. cold.
1: And Annabelle, for this week of People on the Street, she went around and she asked people how they stay warm. You know what I'm saying?
2: I do know what you're saying. So, Andrew, how do people stay warm well, this let's winter listen, season?
1: Let's listen to Annabelle.
7: Hello, I'm Annabelle Hegarty, and this is. People on Series where I go around and ask random people random questions. As winter approaches and the weather turns colder, I thought it would be helpful to ask my peers what the best way to stay warm is. Let's hear some answers.
0: Just be hot. Uh layers.
3: A blanket. A blanket. Burrito mode in the covers, girl. I'm telling ya. Burrito mode. Tea slippers. Drink some hot drink. Buy a super puff from Aritzia.
0: Um, I think the best way to stay warm in the winter is by buying a nice jacket.
1: Wool sweaters. Wear a jacket or a sweater.
8: Cashmere sweater, obviously. Fuzzy Christmas pajama pants.
1: I like
0: wearing fuzzy pants. Uh, a heater. Tone the heat up.
3: Uh, hot, hot, hot hand warmer.
1: Plural. Light yourself on fire. Room 404. Always, always well heated.
7: Personally, I enjoy sitting by the fire with a blanket and a cup of coffee or tea. As always, thank you so much for tuning in, and make sure to keep on listening to Breakfast on the Bridge. That People on the <laughs> Street episode cracked me up. I
1: don't think we've ever heard worse and better answers in <laughs> the said, entire- My question is,
2: who said, let, let yourself on, on fire. fire?
1: And room 404 was, was really was funny. That There's was a was hot sunny. room in here. And 737. <laughs> Woo! feels like an oven. Um, and I like the people who said like buy a sweatshirt like a cashmere oh, sweater? They're definitely not they're not hurting in this economy. Local. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> not hurting in a this economy sweater. with the buying cashmere sweaters left and right. It's no, like for real. Um and someone said put on pajamas, I believe. Hey, and, that's valid. And do you know why that's valid? Why? Today is a spirit day. It's no! a pajama spirit no, day. A
4: spirit
1: Day? Yeah, this entire week was. And I walked no, in and Sophie wasn't wearing day. a pajama. No. And I was I was gonna and I was thinking, wow, what a perfect thing to wear on a plane. Of course she'd be wearing pajamas. Here she is. I, I wasn't gonna I was gonna wait for the show before I confronted her about it. So if you could see us right now, I'm wearing beautiful plaid plaid <laughs> soft pajamas. And Sophie is wearing but- Okay, you know ugly, what? not no! ugly, but she's wearing I'm actually leggings. I'm up today.
2: Thank you. Um, okay, you pulled up today to the radio station. You pull it up, and <laughs> you were in your plaid pants. And I go, Those are some nice pants, but I do wonder why he's wearing <laughs> those to
1: school. Well, you're going to see a lot more <laughs> but I wasn't today. I to
2: ask you why you were wearing them to school. So, wow. Pajama day is one of my favorite days, and I can't believe I missed it. I'm just in the with today. It's like the first one of the year, today. too.
1: Yeah. Is that Dang. really kind of a shame?
2: That's such... I have such cute PJ sets, too. This is the worst day of my life.
1: See, that's the thing. I I don't wear pajamas to bed. Okay. Um. Uh, so okay. when I wake up, I'm still changing to pajamas, which kind of <laughs> defeats the purpose <laughs> of the pajamas.
2: Yeah. Well, I actually... I have... Uh, oh, my gosh. Shout out Libby Myers, my most bestest friend in the whole wide world. She actually purchased her and I... Matching pajamas Aww. for this Christmas, Aww. and she's um, gone this weekend for to visit her family. And she gave them to me before she left, so that I wouldn't miss her too much. and, and you could have worn matching. them today, but I you didn't. I could have worn them, but I so. didn't. I'm so disappointed. But you know what? Maybe Monday to school, Libby and I will pull up in in those pants. Just because we miss PJ Day.
1: Maybe you will, but I think we might just have to wait for that. I will wait by Mufford and Sons. Once we come back, we're going to do an interview with Larry. Take it away, Mufford and Sons. <laughs>
2: again. And we have a very important caller on the other line. Good morning, Mr. Snyder. How are you?
5: Good. Thanks for having me.
2: Good, good. I'm so glad. And so right now, are you at Starbucks this morning?
5: I am. I'm at Starbucks drive through where many, many Mercer Island students and teachers <laughs> and administrators start their day.
2: Wow. Well, good morning. And thank you again. That is quite the job you work, especially at this time in the morning. So firstly, Larry Snyder has been working as a partner with Starbucks since 2005 and is a certified Black Apron barista, which I actually am not sure about. What is that, Mr. Snyder? Can you tell us a little bit about that?
5: Sure. That means that I've gone through about a year's worth of training for sourcing coffee, roasting coffee, um, and how to make the perfect cup of coffee. That's what a Black Apron barista does and make sure that the uh, store continues to do that each and every day.
2: Wow, that He's is quite the skill. Yeah, he He's is a pro. pro. <laughs> so every single year, him and the Starbucks on the north end of Mercer Island run a sock drive and are able to donate thousands of pairs of socks to those in need. So Mr. Snyder, tell us a little bit about the sock drive that you're running and the history behind it and what it does for our community.
5: Sure. This is the seventh annual Legendary Sock Drive at Starbucks. We, this year, we, our goal is to raise 7,000 pairs of socks for eight different shelters, and that includes Mary's Place, the shelters in Bellevue, which are—well, um, there's a, a number of shelters now in Bellevue, but Congregations for the Homeless and also Sophia Way and Providence Heights as well. Uh, each of them received a whole bunch of socks, and then also Union Gospel Mission— has a rescue van that goes around to different uh, encampments and makes sure that people have warm socks. And uh, then we keep about um, probably a quarter of the socks and donate them throughout the year to um, different uh, nonprofits that have a need that uh, comes up sometimes at the last minute. And we can satisfy that need because we have the socks to give them.
1: That is really such a, a, a great cause. Thank you so much. Um, mm-hmm. For our listeners who are listening right now and they want to get involved, what sort of socks do you take and how can people drop them
5: off? Sure. Um, simply come to the drive through if you want or drop them inside the store, and uh, we will take men's, children's, or women's new socks. Uh, a lot of our socks come to us via Amazon. People just simply... Um, order them online and the Amazon guy is a little bit confused when the campaign first starts why he's bringing so many socks (laughs) to Starbucks but um, once they get in the spirit of it yesterday in fact they dropped off four different times here Wow! and then yeah now they're like hey we love this we think this is great because they feel like they're part of the answer too yeah fantastic
2: that's amazing and Mr. Snyder thank you once again that's Mm -hmm. that's just such a great cause and You know, before we quickly say goodbye, I am very curious, as a Black Apron barista and all the work Mm -hmm. you've done with Starbucks and how much time you spend at the North End Starbucks, what is your all-time favorite Starbucks drink?
5: Oh, wow. Um, Well, I love espresso so much that generally I will drink uh, maybe four shots over a couple pieces of ice and um, sometimes add one pump of cinnamon dolce or... Um, I think one of the things you'll find about people that work at Starbucks is we, we don't, um, we, we drink a, a, the purest form of coffee because we're here at three, I get up at three 30 in the morning, for example. So we need something to kind of really knock us in the side of the head <laughs> wake up. So our other partners that get here a little bit later, they'll, they'll drink the peppermint mochas or um, the holiday beverages. But speaking kind of truthfully, I'm straight espresso with one pump of something and, that does the trick for me. Mm.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I can't say the same about myself. <laughs> I'm a yeah. big peppermint mocha fan and haven't quite yep. matured my taste enough to be a yeah. just a plain espresso fan.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, there's a there's a, a purpose to my, my beverage, right? So I do want to mention, if it's okay, one quick thing. Of yes, course for sure. The, the sock drive is um, in honor of my mother's life. This is something that she did when we were children. And so we continue her legacy even though she's no longer with us, by collecting socks for people. She did coat drives, sock drives, pie drives. And so we're, we're really just honoring her uh, And as we do this in our own community now. And
1: we really can't thank you enough for doing this. It's a really, mm-hmm. really noble act. Um, there's thank always you. a lot of people in need, and um, I'm glad that you're a person who sees that and you take the actual steps. And, you know, I think in school sometimes we talk a lot about these great ideas, but then actually doing it. And I think you're a testament Mm -hmm. of each year you go out and you do it and you really make, um, an impact in people's lives. So we really can't, um, appreciate you enough for doing that.
5: Yeah, no, well, that's what we do and we love doing it and we'll keep doing it because the, the need is there. And socks are the number one, uh, item for shelters and, um, homeless encampments. They, they just can't get enough of them each year.
1: Great. Is there anything else you want to plug about the side no,
5: drive? I just hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving and realizes how fortunate we are to, to be in um, in this country and um, do your part. Yeah. Awesome.
2: Awesome. Well, thank you once again for joining us today, Mr. Yep. Schneider. 88.9 listeners, if you would like to donate – socks to the local starbucks on the north end of mercer island grab some socks men's women's or children and children's socks and drop them off there with mr snyder
1: uh that's what yep. i'm going to be doing this afternoon i'm going to see you know if i don't have any new ones go to amazon buy some and either bring them in through the drive through gives me ex- an excuse to drink more coffee which <laughs>
5: there
1: you go <laughs> i guess is a good cause you know get yeah. a cup of coffee for dropping off socks so Thank there you, you so much, Mr. Snyder. All Have right. a great day. All right, um, thanks for. will see you soon. For,
5: all right, thanks for having me on today. Of course. Bye bye. Bye.
1: Wow, what a great, great cause. I know. Um, I, I'm always. really
2: excited to to drop off some socks. That'll I am nice. too. I
1: need to go out and buy socks, and not only for for the the shelter, also myself. I my socks are a couple years old and. Oh, if, what if type I might socks say do you wear? kind of kind of raggedy um right now okay, don't I'm show wearing me your Puma socks, Puma socks um so I'll buy 3 or 4 12 packs of Pumas and <laughs> drop them off we suggest you do the same it's really a great cause Yeah. Um we're going to listen to Freaking Out in the Neighborhood. Uh, apparently I said um Mufford Yeah, he it's, did say
2: Mufford and Son, but the artist we did play earlier was Mumford and Sons.
1: Mumford and Sons. Yes. So we're going to listen to Freaking Out in the neighborhood by Mac De Marco. There you Boom. Go. After that, we'll be back with some sports here on KMIH Mercer Island.
2: And that was the very first time that I actually listened to that song not on TikTok. Song. Crazy. I know. I know. But I actually really like that song. That's a that's some straight fire music.
1: Some straight fire. <laughs> Sophie knows what's straight fire and what isn't. She's a... I do. As I would call an audiophile.
2: Let me take a moment and plug my music show. Every Saturday at 10 p.m. You can tune into 88.9 The Bridge and listen to Sophie DM, my selection of my favorite electronic dance and house music. And just some cool facts about electronic house and dance music and everything you could think of.
1: It kind of goes like oons 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 It, it kind of goes bah, like da, that bah, da, bah, sometimes. ba ba ba. Before
2: that, I think it's time to get some sports news on 88.9 The Bridge. So Sophie Hill, take it away with this morning's sports cast.
6: Yeah, so um, I'm sure everybody knows by now, but the FIFA World Cup 2022 started just yesterday and the U.S. men's national team made their first appearance on the global stage for the first time in eight years in their match against Wales. This game did end in a tie, which complicates things for the U.S. as they are now tied for second place with Wales in Group B and need to really up their performance to make it through the group stage and into the knockout stage. England is currently ranked number one in our group, so make sure to look out for the much-anticipated United States versus England game, which will happen on November 25th. Iran's national team, which is also competing in this year's World Cup, um, has been gaining a lot of traction after they stayed silent during their national anthem before their game against England. This was to show solidarity with the current human rights movement going on in their country. With the whole world watching, this statement will definitely bring more attention to Iran's current crisis. Today, there will be three games played: Denmark versus Tunisia, Mexico versus Poland, and France versus Australia. To scale it back to Seattle sports, the Seahawks lost their previous game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 16 to 21. Their next game is this upcoming Sunday, the 27th, against the Las Vegas Raiders. The Huskies, however, had have had much more success this past week beating the Colorado Buffaloes by a landslide with an ending score of 54-7. to The Huskies' next game will be their big rivalry game against the Washington State Cougars, so make sure to watch out for that. Um, Mercer Island is now transitioning into winter sports after a super-fulfilling fall season. Boys and girls basketball has started practicing, and I know our student body is definitely super excited to watch them play this upcoming season. This has been Sophie Hill with today's sports, and I'll go ahead and... Uh, Hand it back to Sophie and Andrew.
1: Go dogs. Go dogs. Woo. Oh,
6: and go Cougs. Actually, nope. my dad went there. No,
1: go no dogs. Just for me. Hmm. Just for me. Hmm.
2: All right. Well, thank you, Sophie, for the sports cast this morning. Very detailed. I appreciate it, and I'm sure our listeners do as well. So the World Cup is going on right now, and really? I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I am not a big follower of the World Cup. I play volleyball, so I follow a lot. Follow a lot of collegiate volleyball, and then obviously just like whatever football my dad is watching on the TV. <laughs> and and so the World Cup came about, and I go to my mom. I'm like, Mom, does the World Cup happen every year? And she says, I don't know. Why would I know that? And I said, well, I thought you would know. I guess I thought it was common, common knowledge that I didn't know. But so apparently I learned that the World World Cup happens every four years. Is that correct, yes. Andrew? Yes. So that's why it's such that's a the big only, deal. That's all I know, though. Yes. And so we have a special – What's your question, Andrew? What? Did you have a question?
1: Um, No, I didn't.
2: Oh, excuse me. Well, okay. An alumni from our school is playing for the USA national team. Is that correct? correct? And Andrew, tell us his name.
1: Jordan Morris.
2: (laughs) Yes, that is true. He is
1: a Mercer Island um, alumni. Mm -hmm. uh, Not too long ago. No, not too long. What was it, like 2015? Yeah. No, a little bit older than that. But I think maybe 2010-ish. Yeah. But um, he now represents our team um, on the, you know, he plays for the Sounders, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, you know, local, but he also um, represents America. So mm-hmm. um, it's it's really awesome that he's able to represent his team and, and yeah. you know. Make... We're
2: supporting him from Mercer Island.
1: Yes, we are. Yeah,
2: And speaking of Mercer Island sports, I'm actually so excited to see girls basketball this winter. I have a lot of friends on the team. Crazy, they I actually did. I went to one of their um, fall, like, like um, exhibition games, I guess you could say, and the team was looking pretty sturdy. So I'm excited oh, to I see, know especially they are. the Monahan sisters they playing together. It, this it just feeds into the amazing team dynamic that they have, and I'm just, I can't wait to to see those games. So. Yeah.
1: No, and I, you know, you better tune in. If you are not able to go in person, KMIH, we cover just about most of them boys, girls, mm-hmm. soccer. so um, Basketball. Yep. Make sure to check out KMIH.org, our Instagram for upcoming days where we're going to have our um, broadcasts, which are always yep. awesome.
2: So let's get some insider info on what it's like to be a part of the girls basketball team as well as a captain from one of the Monahan sisters. Take it away, Jenna, with the captain interview.
7: What's up, 88.9 The Bridge? This is Jenna Martin. I am here today with Caitlin Monahan, one of the girls' basketball captains. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited to talk to you about your basketball career. Have you been playing for a long time?
8: I have been. I've been basically in basketball my whole life. I started playing at the Boys and Girls Club in first grade, and then I started playing select in third grade, and I've been playing ever since then.
7: Since you've been playing so long, has that had any influence on you wanting to
8: become a captain? It definitely has because just the team, Team elements, there's definitely leaders on every single team and I've always played up. It's really nice to have people you look up to. I remember in 2017, I think I was in elementary school and that's the year they won state. And I just looked up to a lot of the high school girls and I just want to be that leader or someone that they can look up to and like inspire them when they get into high school, which is the end goal basically.
7: Since your sister is also a captain, are you excited that you get to be a captain with her?
8: Yes, it's very exciting as like we're sisters. So, you know, there's some conflict sometimes um, but at the end of the day we both are on each other's team um, and we always
7: um, have each other's back. Oh my gosh. Does your team motivate you to be a great leader?
8: It definitely does because our team it's looking pretty good so far this year and so I think having a great leader is just the base foundation of having a good team so it it really motivates me to like be encouraging and just being like someone that they can come to or like ask questions so it definitely motivates me
7: i know that you have two other captains right yes so do you guys all balance each other out uh uh, 100 so
8: the other captains are lauren my sister and then gabby lamaco and gabby's just she's so friendly and so like she's one of the nicest people ever so she definitely like does like the social aspects like she loves talking to everyone and like she's so motivational and just like a great positive spirit and then I'd be, like, more of a on-the-court leader. I'm not, like, as outgoing as Gabby is, but I'm, I'm working on it. And then Lauren, she's also, like, Gabby. And she's, like, a mix of both of us, I think, which is good. I love
7: that balance. It's definitely going to make for a great season. I'm very excited to come watch you guys. Do you guys have a pre-game ritual that you do as a team?
8: Last year, we had a ritual where we got Einstein bagels and then you'd eat those on the bus um, with, like, all these cream cheese flavors, so that was kind of our pregame ritual, but we're hoping this year to, like, have some new traditions, like, before the game to get us more pumped up and the girls excited to play.
7: That's really exciting. I hope you guys find something that works great for you guys. Yes, I hope so, too. And it's safe to assume that you carpool with your sister to games, so do you guys listen to a special song on your way?
8: Okay, this is a little embarrassing, but last year we would listen to Industry Baby, um, by Lil Nas X. Yes, I know it's embarrassing, <laughs> but it just... It, I think it was like one time it was just on like a bit like a basic playlist, and then we played it before one game, and that was like the first game we won. So we're like, okay, now we have to play this every time. So on the way to the bus, like driving from our house, we listen to Industry Baby, um, but we need to find a new song this year because that one's a little dated.
7: You got to do what you got to do to get pumped up for these I know, games. Exactly.
8: I mean, a full blast is pretty. It's pretty pumped up, but yeah, we need to find a new one though for sure.
7: <laughs> well, I wish you guys the best in this upcoming season. But to our listeners, make sure to come support girls basketball in their first home game versus Bainbridge on Wednesday, November 30th.
1: Wednesday, November 30th, 8 days.
7: <clears throat> I will be there. Get
1: hyped, get pumped, get get Ooh. for this game. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be a, a good game. Um I don't know how Bainbridge is this season, but I'm sure they're not as good as
2: Not as good as Marshall girls basketball, I'll tell you that. That
1: is facts. So <laughs> this is this is kind of embarrassing.
2: Uh Uh-oh.
1: My grandma is here.
2: (laughs) I think we have a visitor.
1: So my grandma has been a big supporter of the station. She um, donates at least five bucks per year to the station. (laughs) So because she donates um, to our booster club, which, by the way, is a 501 non-profit organization if you, like to donate, you can donate website. as well we're gonna have her on the air um just because she's such a big supporter of the radio station so i'm gonna open yeah. up the door i'm gonna leave i can't i can't be here um while she's here it's just too much for me so sophie you know is really good with talking to um grandparents so um we're gonna get her in here
2: all right we'll have andrew step hey, out Grandma here for a sec. here that's my <laughs> And here she hey, is. Hey, okay. how you doing? Good morning. How are you? Mrs. Howison, how are you doing? Where's my headphones? Oh, here you go.
5: Oh,
1: is this what I'm talking to?
2: Yep, yep. Put your face close up right there. Uh-huh. Hello. Hello. Good morning. So, you flew in from, from Florida, mm-hmm. is it, this morning?
1: Um uh, this, um, what's today?
2: Uh, it is two days before Thanksgiving. Oh, no, I, I
1: flew in Sunday evening.
2: Oh, and why'd you fly in Sunday rather than any Mm. other day?
1: Well, Sunday is the Lord's Day, um, and (laughs) I think that day is a lucky day for me and my family, so I like to fly in on that day just to make sure I get home safe and I get a little airsick, so I also think Sunday (laughs) is the day of forgiveness. So when I have to use the barf bags, then um, it's good to, you know, the flight attendants forgive me.
2: Hey, you know, that's smart. That's smart. I, I I would forgive you for that as well. So you are, um, your residence is in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. So, and and which district I have a in second Florida? house here, a second house here. Okay, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. So work tell hard, about... kids. Work <laughs> hard, and you'll make money. Is like like good old grandma here.
2: So tell us about your house in Florida. What is it like to live in Florida? It's very different from up here in Washington and Seattle.
1: Well, I live in Miami Dade County, and it is crazy there these um hooligans if you will they go out every day and they blast fireworks on the street they run around um and they you know i just try to sleep at around 5:30 p.m. i'm just so tired by then and they're out until at least 8:30 you know sometimes just being loud or you know doing the tiktok on their phones and it's it's annoying um
2: yeah, I'm but sure I just annoying. take
1: a lot of melatonin so I can go to sleep.
2: Hey, that's smart. You gotta do what you gotta do. Uh-huh. So you are up here visiting your grandson Andrew. I, I see him in the back there with his. Hey, sweetheart, face in how his you hands. doing? <laughs> yeah,
1: so, he loves me. He won't admit it though.
2: Tell us what is your favorite part about Thanksgiving, and what are you doing this Thanksgiving with your family? What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Just what are your ideas on Thanksgiving, Grandma Susan?
1: Well, I think my I like some of my family very little members of my family
2: i like my i like we're live on air right now susan
1: okay i like my daughter um and that's just about it um my daughter's husband (laughs) that dude is a word i can't say on the air Um,
2: yes thank you i appreciate that we would have to press the big red button if you say a word like that on air well
1: that's how I'd describe him. I'd want to launch a big red button into his house if I could, um, but you know it's whatever. I you know can't make you know try to do the best to raise my daughter well, and apparently she forgot all of my teachings. And you know her other sisters are fine, I guess. Um, they make do. You know they don't bring a lot of respect to the to the family, but I guess they bring her enough. Amazing. But well, I I guess I didn't really answer your question of of what I like.
2: What's your favorite Thanksgiving food?
1: Well, I just love, 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 love cranberry sauce. I I love
2: cranberry sauce. Cranberry
1: sauce and squash. I mix them together into a nice soup, and I take out my dentures and I, (laughs) with a spoon and a fork. Well, not a spoon. Sorry, a straw. I just suck it up um the cranberry sauce feels good um against my parched <laughs> my parched throat and that i think delicious. i just i love thanksgiving i think it's a time for me to talk about politics the entire <laughs> time and i know my We're not grandbabies talk about those on air. I well we don't need to i'm just saying at the table you know i talk to my grandbabies um all about politics and i make sure that They're on the right side, if you know what I'm saying. Um, And I just drink my cranberry sauce. And, you know, I also love mashed potatoes. I think turkey's so dry. But, you know, I love cranberry sauce. I'm a big cranberry sauce kind of person. I also put a little bit into my Sprite to make a Sprite cranberry. You know, I think the kids kind of did that a couple years ago. I started that about 30 years ago. I put cranberry in a Sprite and made a Sprite cranberry.
2: That is so innovative by you.
1: Well, thank you. You know, I'm kind of an innovative person, you know, I've made a lot of money doing a lot of good things, you know. I have a quote. What's the quote? Be innovative to make money.
2: Hey, you and know. And if what? you be
1: innovative, then you make a lot of money.
2: That's a businesswoman mindset.
1: Well, I wasn't a business lady. I worked at 7-Eleven for 45 years, and I won the lottery for $2 million.
2: Congratulations.
1: Thank you so much. It was back in 94, though, so kind of old news.
2: <laughs> well, thank you, Grandma Susan, for being available to talk with us this morning on KMIH 889 The Bridge. Yeah, and let me hope- just
1: grab my grandson to bring him back in here. I'm kind of tired. I'm ready for my 8 a.m. nap, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm at 2 in the why morning. Don't,
2: why don't you take a second and go grab him? Hey, Andrew, I'm done with the show. Andrew, welcome back.
1: That is so embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. No, I know. Did she say Grandma anything Susan bad? I lovely. couldn't listen. I couldn't listen. That was no, so embarrassing. she
2: told us about how she won the lottery and, you know, is overall just a very successful woman and in What? She family. didn't win the lottery? <laughs> What do you mean? Did she say that? She did.
1: She never won the lottery. Oh. She's a trust fund baby. (laughs) Her grandma had all the money. She didn't work a day in her life.
2: Well, thank you. Grandma.
1: Okay. I'll (laughs) I'll talk to her after this. This is... Gosh, that she lies. During Thanksgiving, all she does is lie. All she does, she's just almost a pathological liar. I know that's mean for me to call my grandma that, but it's kind of true. You know, I just... She's kind of a pathological liar. But that's okay. I still love... I still love grandma... Over there, so. And
2: it was wonderful to have her on.
1: It was. A, well, for you, probably.
2: great morning show episode from Grandma Susan and info from Mr. Larry Snyder. Thank you for letting us know about the sock drive. Once again, a reminder to donate if you have a chance. Stop by the North End, North End Starbucks with socks, men's, the women's, drive-through. or children's. The drive through, Or walk-in available. So, donate some socks this Thanksgiving season. Buy a coffee. Buy a coffee. A peppermint mocha, not a frappuccino. That would be chewy and (laughs) embarrassing. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Andrew, frappuccinos are okay.
1: Well, you know, I I just think that I think Grandma Susan loves a frappuccino, so they have to be somewhat the right way to go.
2: Right. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in, 88.9 The Bridge. This was Breakfast on the Bridge, hosted by Sophie and Andrew.
1: We'll see you guys next time. We hope you enjoyed your
0: helping of Breakfast on the Bridge, brought to you by our KMIH staff and dedicated to the stories, lives, and people of the Mercer Island community. We hope your dinner was as good as your breakfast on the bridge, and thank you for listening.